Welcome back to the podcast, and today the case study will be on Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker, grew up in El Paso, Texas, where he lived in a very violent family. His dad always abused him, and this kind of traumatized him. His cousin Miguel, who he grew up with, was also a terrible person. He was a Vietnam vet, and he committed many crimes. Richard watched Miguel shoot and kill his own wife in front of him. When when Richard was 22, he moved to California. His first murder was 79-year-old Jenny Vincro, and this happened on June 28, 1984. He went on to kill and terrorize many more people, killing at least 13 people and wounding many more. Obviously, Richard was an insane man, but it was believed that he was a Satanist as well. He had Satan, satanic markings on him, and after his first court case, he yelled, Hell Satan, as he walked out the courtroom. The suspect was Richard Ramirez in the case, and the victims were all the people that were terrorized by the man. When and where, there is no really exact place. Um, there was actually a lot of locations because he committed many crimes, but the killings took place all over California from 1984 until he was caught and arrested in 1985. The evidence. This is actually a cool part in the case. Um, Some key evidence to identify him were shoe prints left behind on all the crimes he committed. They found a lot of shoe prints through all the crimes, and they matched the shoe size together and figured out it was one dude who had been killing all the people that had gone missing in California the whole time. The biggest piece of evidence, though, was through a man named James Romero, who reported he had seen a suspicious car, remembered the type of car and the color, and the numbers 8 and 2 on the license plate. The officers eventually found the car and got fingerprints. Due to the te- technology back then, though, they weren't able to figure out exactly who it was, but when they found out it was his name, Richard Ramirez, they were able to match the fingerprints with him to find out it was him. I think his means of motive where he was abused growing up and had a terrible life and he just went insane and started worshiping the devil and then he started and it just caused him to go crazy and he started killing people. Outcome. He was convicted to 13 counts of murder, 5 attempted murders, 11 counts of sexual assault and he was also and also 14 burglaries to go around along with this. He was sentenced to 19 death penalties, dang. He passed away before he received the death penalty, though. Okay, I think this case became famous because of how weird and disturbing it was. A man killed a lot of people all over California, and no one knew who was doing it. Then hearing more about the suspect made it really disturbing, knowing that he worshipped the devil and he was just insane. But anyway, that's going to cap it off for this week. We'll be back next week. Back now with another podcast. Today we'll be going over Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox, first off, was an American author who was a who was a suspect of a murder that took place in yes, Italy. Meredith Cursor, a twenty-one-year-old woman, had been sexually assaulted and stabbed to death by her roommate, which happened to be Amer- American Amanda Knox and her boyfriend Rafael Solicito. All the evidence in the case pointed away from them, though. Kersher's body was found after Knox returned to the cottage to find her roommate's door locked and Kersher's body was found under a blanket with her throat slashed. The victim of this case is Meredith Kersher, 
and the two primary suspects are Amanda Knox and Rafael Solicito. Amanda Knox lived and was a roommate with Meredith, and Rafael was her boyfriend that was also there. Another suspect is a man by the name Rudy Goody. The body was found on November 2, 2007 in Italy. Evidence was an 8-inch knife that was found at Solicito's home that had DNA traces of a victim on it. But later he said the reason there is DNA is because he accidentally pricked her in the hand one time when they were cooking. DNA that matched Rudy Godie was found at the crime scene inside Kersher's and inside Kersher's body. The legal outcome. Amanda Knox at first was convicted of the murder of Kersher and was sentenced to 26 years in prison and she would have had to serve prison in Italy. Her boyfriend was also receiving 25 years in prison. But on October 3, 2011, Knox and Solicito's conviction was overturned. They were overturned because all the evidence was looked back over and no DNA matched Solicito. So the knife and all the evidence was just looked back over and none of them matched up. I think this case was famous because of who was convicted and where it took place. Amanda Knox was, a, was an American author who had been sentenced 25 years for murdering someone in Italy. That's just crazy to think about that why an American author would go to Italy and kill someone. This was shocking to many people and the case was also crazy because they were wrongfully convicted and it turns out the DNA test was wrong. That's going to end it. We'll be back next week. W.